Hello from Busan, Korea. This is a quick part out of a hotel room here in Korea. Uh, so why am I in Korea? Well, that's a good question. And it's kind of crazy to me how I ended up here, actually. So I'll try to summarize what happened very quickly. And if you're not that interested and want to just get to the healthcare stuff, feel free to skip ahead a few minutes. Um, this isn't going to be a long episode anyways, but uh, yeah, I hope you'll stick around. So uh, back to the Korea story. This all started last week when I received a last-minute invitation to the International Diabetes Federation Congress, so or um, IDF, uh, it's more commonly known. Uh, this is happening this week in Busan, Korea. Um, it was really out of the blue, and I was actually on another trip when I got the message. Uh, anyway, the inv invitation was actually from Roche. Um, so thank you, Roche. Um, they were inviting a few media members in the region to attend their symposium and uh, roundtable discussion on diabetes management in Asia. And usually with something so last minute, it's hard to say yes. I mean, when I got the invite, it was less than a week away. So, um, you know, but it, was, it seemed like a good opportunity to go and learn more about diabetes and what uh, Roche is doing in this area. So I just said, yes, let's do it. And I <laughs> kind of hope the logistics and the whole being able to publish something situation will work out um, eventually. So yeah, shout out to Roche Diabetes Care for inviting me to attend this event and uh, showing me all your diabetes care solutions. And also uh, thanks to Spurring Communications put, for putting all the logistics together. So. Yeah, Monday morning, I get to the airport and board a plane to Busan. And as I was finding my seat in the cabin, I noticed half of the passengers were uh, Southeast Asian. And I thought to myself, why are half the passengers Southeast Asian? Am I on the wrong flight? Am I going to Busan? And in my head, I was thinking, should I be seeing more Koreans? You know, people who look like uh, K-pop stars or celebrities. Uh, anyway, I find my aisle seat, um, and the guy in the window seat was actually a Southeast Asian man. So I started chatting with him, and turns out he's a doctor from Mumbai going to IDF. And yeah, so you know, through our conversation, it turns out um, there are no direct flights from Mumbai to Busan. Okay, so that explains why there are so many uh, Indians on the plane. Um, so you know, we're chatting. Um, talking about diabetes and you know how uh, he's been attending the conference for you know a number of times um, and then we were interrupted by a man sitting in the middle seat um, he you know sat down and he asked if I can swap seats with his wife so he can sit with his wife and I can sit with another stranger apparently um, you know usually with these things I, I don't want to swap because you know, when I pick my seat, I like the aisle seat because, you know, there's you can sort of stretch your leg a little bit. Um, and I don't like the middle seat, but, you know, I was too nice to say no. And it was a short haul flight anyway, so I thought, yeah, okay, might as well. You know, you get to sit with your wife. Maybe I'll chat up with, you know, some other stranger. <laughs> so I switched seats with this, with this uh, lady. Uh, and then I ended up sitting next to a doctor from Hong Kong who's also going to conference. So I figure most most of the people on this plane are going to IDF. Um, you know, so I start chatting with this guy and um, he asked 
Well, I asked actually how prevalent diabetes was in Hong Kong, and he says, you know, about 10%, which kind of surprised me. Um, yeah, and, and you don't really think about these things uh, when you're just walking on the street. Uh, and you know how Hong Kong is such a crowded uh, city, but you never really think, you know, you know, 10 out of 10 people, uh, one of them has diabetes. So you know, we were still chatting, and he asked me what I do. And I told him I'm a journalist recording stuff for podcasts um, and maybe writing a few articles on the conference. And he asked me if I was a uh, celebrity blogger or vlogger. <laughs> and I said, yeah, I I'm definitely am, am not. You know, I'm definitely not famous. My grandma barely remembers my name. You know, sometimes she, she calls me by my dad's name. But uh, anyway, at this point, uh, the guy sitting behind us had some sort of a medical emergency um, because he called a few flight attendants over and he said he wanted to get off the plane, but he was still kind of deliberating. Um, and I'm guessing it has something to do with maybe an anxiety or a fear of flying because I overheard one of the flight attendants say, uh, you know, tell him not to look out the window. And, you know, by this point, we were driving out to the to the landing strip already for a takeoff. So he really had to make a decision. Um, so in the end, he decided to, you know, get off the plane. So we went all the way back to the gate to drop him off. And then we had to line up again for takeoff. So that kind of delayed the flight for an hour. But I think, you know, he made the right decision. You don't want to have a panic attack, you know, mid-air anyways. Um, definitely not a good situation. Um, so, you know, hopefully he's okay now. Um, but, you know, we, we took off eventually, and a couple of hours later, we were in Busan. Um, it was pretty cool, because I've never been to Busan. Uh, the only impression I got from, you know, Busan was from watching the movie Train to Busan. Uh, great movie, by the way, about zombies. Um, and Busan is cold. You know, right now, at night, it's like one or two degrees, so... Um, I don't even think zombies want to roam outside right now. So, um, anyway, the next day we went to IDF and Rose showed me all of their diabetes management solutions. And I have to say it's pretty, uh, extensive, uh, it's quite evident. They put a lot of work into it and obviously they're not the only company making diabetes solutions, but you can tell they put a lot of thought into trying to address, um, you know, patient and, uh, physician needs. Um, you know, just uh, from what I remember, a uh, quick recap of um, some of the things I saw. You know, for the patient, they have insulin micropumps, which are detachable from the body. And paired with that, you have a handheld device, like a remote control of some sort, which you can use to tell the pump what to do. So, for example, if you're going to, you know, going for lunch and you're anticipating for uh, you know, uh, more glucose because of eating, and you want to administer, uh, say, a bolus bolus injection. You can use that uh, device to, you know, set your size of injection. Um, you can either either you know set it manually, or you can use their bolus advisor to kind of advise you on uh, the dosage. And then you have this other thing called uh, um, check. Uh, EchoCheck Insights, I, I, if I remember correctly, which helps you quickly check your blood glucose level using uh, test strips. 
Um, they have also developed an app called My Sugar for the patient to track their blood glucose over time. Um, so with this app, you can input your you know, own measurements. You can flag the app on any uh, lifestyle events you're anticipating. For example, if you're if you're stressed, you can you know click a button to tell the app your your stress. Or if you're you know going for dinner or you're going to do some exercise, you can you can mark those down as, as well. Um, they also have this other thing. I think it's new. It's not launched yet in Asia. Um, it's called Eversense, uh, which is an implant that is inserted under the skin. And this is coupled with a sensor, which you uh, stick uh, on top of your skin, um, you know, using an adhesive. Um, so this device measures the glucose that's not in your blood, but actually in your interstitial fluid. Um, and you can use this device for up to three months before you have to kind of change it or replace uh, the batteries or um, you know, swap for new parts. Um, and the cool thing is the sensor on top of your skin is supposed to vibrate whenever your blood glucose is too high or too low. So it kind of acts as a warning system to tell you, you know, you should, um, you know, try to manage your blood glucose. Otherwise you'll risk, you know, you know, falling into hyperthermia or no, no hyperthermia hyperglycemia or hypoglycemia. Yeah, giving away my uh, lack of familiarity with this <laughs> therapeutic area. Anyways, um, uh, what else? Oh yeah, so all these programs are integrated with a platform that the doctor uses called the Diabetes Care Platform. So essentially your doctor will be able to continuously help you monitor how you're doing with your uh, blood glucose management and potentially, you know, help them make better decisions and help you adjust your diabetes management plan. So with all these apps and um, gadgets, um, it really falls into this approach they call the Integrated Personalized Diabetes Management Approach or IPDM. So the idea is you gather all these data from these apps, from these measurements um, in, in, a, in a kind of continuous um, uh, way and you know what you get is a lot of data points right that allows you to plot graphs over time and it helps the doctor and you know eventually maybe some artificial intelligence that will be built into this program to kind of get a sense of how you how you're doing um, over time in terms of your uh, diabetes management it could be predictive um, and you know through ongoing um, input of data it will help uh, the, the physician make uh, better decisions in helping you manage uh, your condition um, and really the main takeaway from you know spending a day with Roche and learning about diabetes management is that uh, managing diabetes is really difficult <laughs> especially if you think about how you know patients are left to um, defend for themselves essentially when they're managing their condition which by its very nature is very volatile and unstable when you're talking about um, trying to keep your blood glucose level within the normal range you can either you know fall fall off one way or another either too high or too low 
Um, so that's why the uh, under the approach of the IPDM, patients are able to self-measure, self-monitor, and self-report their own glucose levels on a regular basis. And um, with the integration of the um, care platform, your doctor can come alongside you to help you manage your condition better. Um, one of the interesting numbers that one of the speakers shared was how, uh, on average, patients spend only about two hours a year with their physician when it comes to uh, managing their diabetes, compared to about um, you know nearly nine thousand hours when they have to try to manage their the condition by themselves. So it really highlights how lonely patients can feel sometimes as they try to manage their condition on a daily basis on their own. Um, you know everything they do, they have to think about, oh, how much sugar am I um, intaking or how much calories am, am I uh, expending? I can imagine it can be pretty tiring uh, mentally and emotionally, and you have to do this, you know, every day. Um, of course, I'm not the, you know, best uh, person to describe the condition to you. Um, for that, we'll have to talk to uh, diabetes patients. But it's it's so the condition is so prevalent now that nearly everyone um, you speak to knows someone who has diabetes, right? Um, oh, and if you haven't checked out my last episode with uh, Wealthy Therapeutics, uh, we talk about this as well for the India context and how they're developing digital therapeutics to um, essentially kind of do the same thing that Roche is doing. They're actually uh, partners, um, Roche and Wealthy Therapeutics. Um, so it's really cool to, you know, be invited to this uh, outing in Busan. Uh, this was so not planned, but um, yeah, pretty cool to learn about diabetes management. A um, couple of final, final notes. I recorded a couple of interviews with uh, some of the speakers, and I need to double check with Roche if I can share those. And if I can, I'll put them up on the podcast. They're just, you know, five, 10 minutes sound bites. Um, you'll hear me ask. Um, them about some you know basic questions um, about diabetes management in Asia and um, you know I, I was aware that um, I had the privilege of listening in on their presentation but um, you know for some of our listeners you you know who didn't attend IDF you you missed out so I try to um, ask them some basic questions as well just to give an overview um, of the topics that were discussed. Um, I'll also be trying to uh, put up some, you know, maybe one or two articles about the topic. Um, right now, I really don't know where it will be published, uh, but if all else fails, I'll be sharing it on my blog at uh, www.siren.co. Siren is spelled S-I-R-Y-N. Uh, in the meantime, follow me on Twitter at jchanpharma. And if you want to support the show, don't forget to subscribe to the podcast and leave a rating or review. It really helps the show gain more uh, exposure. So that's it for this one. I'll catch you in the next episode.